Hey, and welcome to the podcast. I'm Duncan the Donut McKay, and with me as always is Bronson Sick Corn Cornelis. And, uh, oh, hey, just around the river bend is Tanner Albertson using both hands to paddle up creek, which makes this Hard Questions, the podcast. Welcome home. Welcome, everyone. <laughs> Splish, splash, Tanner. <laughs> <laughs> he is making a ruckus over there, isn't he? That's right. Hey, no splashing me. <laughs> Isn't that so crazy how, like, when you go to a pool, it's like no splashing? It's like, isn't the whole reason to get into a body of water to, like, <laughs> splash around and swim and do that crap, you know? Is that possible to make us, like, to get in a pool without making, a, like, a ripple or a splash? And without having, like, water coming out of contact with another droplet of water? It's which pretty is technically far a splash. Yeah, it's, it's pretty. Fetched. Yeah. They should be blowing that whistle far more if they're, you know, if they're really being <laughs> literal about this. <laughs> There's a hard question for you. There's a hard question for you. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right, Duncan. Start us off today. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so today's daily rando fact is brought to you by the tears of children around the world who Oh man, are sad about uh rainy days. I didn't know we were being sponsored by children's tears. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you practice this, right? Right. It, right. You know your lines? Right. You're ready? You're yeah, right. I'm ready. <laughs> For the children then. Right. <laughs> so uh so get this. The uh the Cul- Cullinan diamond is the largest gem quality rough diamond ever found, weighing in at about uh 3106.75 carats. Roughly. Roughly. Or for our European friends, that's 621.35 grams. Precisely. Precisely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, discovered at the premier number two mine in the Cullinan, South Africa. Oh, in, in Cullinan, South Africa. Sorry. Yeah. On the 26th of, uh, of January, 1905. That sounds like a big diamond. Yeah. It's now a big w- boy. We aren't any diamond Over. experts. We're not from Shane Company. That's right. But we have made a guesstimation on what this would be worth. Duncan? That's right. Um... So I believe it was like a hundred and sixty-eight million, million, yeah, dollars. Yeah, right. Yeah, that was our guess. Like without including, like cut, quality, um, color, characteristics, charisma, um, personality, other c lock words, picking skills. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bow staff skills, <laughs> all that. Yeah, yeah. But we just guesstimated about one hundred sixty-eight mm-hmm. million, which is a pretty big diamond. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, depending on who cuts the diamond, usually that 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 changes the value. Of yeah, and also who owns the diamond. And who owns? Yeah, isn't that strange? Yeah, S- super weird. Super super weird. Yeah. Why? Have we done a, a podcast about diamonds yet? Have I we don't talked about it. I don't think so. How that the whole industry is just totally corrupt and diamonds aren't rare at all. Like no. they grow everywhere. Spoiler. Yeah. Spoiler. Spoiler. They, they grow on trees. And like cubic zirconium is actually a more perfect diamond than diamond <laughs> is, so it should be worth more, but it's worth that's a lot right. less. So. Oh, yeah. Um, I was talking to you about that. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. And so you, you were talking about like um, how actual diamonds are better for, like they're they're harder than, right? Yeah. yeah so they're, impurity they're, or they're normally a little bit harder mm-hmm. um, and they almost always have like some kind of really big flaws in them, yeah. right? That you can't find a perfect natural grown diamond. It's just not, that's not how nature does it, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas cubic zirconium is a tiny bit softer, but it's always perfect because it's grown in a lab, basically. Mm. Um, so you should never feel bad for buying cubic zirconium over mm. a diamond ever. Because like, technically it's perfect. It's right? better than a diamond, technically. Yeah. yeah. 
and you're not giving into the terrible slave trade that is the diamond industry <laughs> That's right. and having all the diamond moguls just putting whatever price they want on a diamond, which okay. kind of bugs me. But anyway. Spare the tears around the world of the poor <laughs> children that are mining diamonds. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that are sponsoring this episode <laughs> somehow. <laughs> on behalf of our daily rando today, a random fact, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Thanks, Great. Duncan. No all right. Problem. So I'm uh, over here looking at the... Um, the wish list, not mm-hmm. the wish list, our, our, not our script, but our, our menu, our, our notes for That's this, right. for this podcast. And there's a little, like, basically just a huge question mark. It's basically just an empty room in my mind. Um, you have a question for me that you haven't actually told me what it is. <laughs> That's right. Are you ready? I think I'm ready. Okay. It, it It's probably not that hard. I, I don't want to work it up to be more than it is. But I'm working it up. Okay. <laughs> so I was. You thi- even put it in a different color font. That's right. Just so I didn't forget. <laughs> that's okay, all. Okay. <laughs> so um, I was thinking this morning, Kay. right? I was looking at a helium balloon on a string that was just floating like at the top of my ceiling, mm-hmm. you know, when I came out this morning. And uh, I was like, I wonder what helium does in space. But like, furthermore, and, and, and I got in onto this, this, train of thought about density and all that stuff okay but i i thought it here here's my question right here's my question for mm-hmm. you so imagine you had like a basketball sized orb of bo- of like water right okay. just floating in space okay um in national like international space station you know but you have a cork and you can somehow throw it perfectly so it lands directly in the middle of this ball of water okay like the perfect speed so that the mm-hmm. water slows it down enough and then it stops right mm-hmm. in the center. At perfect center. Okay, makes sense. Now, would that cork stay there, or will it float to the surface or like the nearest point in the water where where it's easy? where would it go? Because of the water density. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Weird question, right? Yeah, because of like surface tension. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling it might move. You think so? Yeah. And and go to like the the surface of the ball. I think like it the, would. The orb of yeah, water? Because water has that tendency to kind of like latch onto itself. That's mm-hmm. why you can see like people putting drops onto pennies and stuff like sure, that. And it yeah. stays. I think, I don't think it would want something like that inside of it. Especially something that holds a lot of air, mm-hmm. which would be like pushing the water apart mm-hmm. almost. So is that does that have something to do with density then? Or like, because cork floats because it has air bubbles in it, right? Or in it's it's very porous material. It floats uh, because it's lighter than water on Earth, but you don't really have that effect in space. So I think the reason why it would be pushed outwards is just from surface tension Mm. of the water. And same thing with helium. Like if you had a helium balloon in space and you held it just in the middle of the room and let go, would it just sit there? Or would the oxygen in the room push it to the outside? Like what what would happen? I, I don't know. Um, like in the International Space Station, like mm-hmm. inside, mm-hmm. it'd probably just float over to a like an intake vent for air or whatever. Mm. Probably like most of the things do. Okay, yeah, because there's there's still air yeah. currents in, yeah. in there. Yeah, really light because they have to like recycle the air and clean it and stuff. Sure. Yeah. Um, that's my guess. Okay. I don't think it would do much else. Because mm. I, uh, Gavin, my younger brother, he thinks that the cork will just stay there. Or we were talk we were talking about it possibly just staying where it is in right? the center of the water ball. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Food for thought, though, right? Yeah. Interesting. Uh, or you just write the the space people, the space astronauts. That's right. Will ask them to do an, an experiment for you. Hey, science <laughs> people. 
yeah. Anyway, uh, that was that was my short little um, teaser question. I for like you. it. Yeah, that's interesting. I've never thought about anything mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. It is really like crazy to think of things in a vacuum and also things in space like in a vacuum so many weird things happen Mm -hmm. and like in space so many weird things happen because there's not like as much gravity to pull things so it's just Mm. it's just really weird thinking about a lot of stuff that that goes on up there but so did you see they mm -hmm. grew the first uh, sorry i didn't mean to no you're good they grew the first ever um all like all grown in space flower like so they took a flower from earth right took it up into space and they let that flower produce seeds and then they planted those seeds. This is all in the space station, right? They planted those seeds on, on the space station. And then using the sunlight from the sun coming through the window, it grew into a flower. So that we have the first ever, like, flower grown in space. That's amazing. It's kind of cool, right? <laughs> that is <Yeah>. so cool. <laughs> Which I just can't even imagine the difficulties of, like, um, you look at any plant, it's all it grows upwards with roots downwards. Mm-hmm. Well, what happens when there's no gravity? How does it grow? Yeah, who, it's who knows. I think they had know? to take care of it like a bonsai tree, basically, and like you know, That's like so work crazy. it and like help move it and shape yeah. it, basically. Because imagine, imagine what kind of tree, what what a tree would look like if it was just allowed to grow for like forty years without like having to deal with gravity. You know? Yeah. Like the limbs would probably be just like oh, either really massive or really like twiggy, really yeah. thin. I was thinking if you had a uh, just a baby tree sitting mm-hmm. in the window of the space station letting it grow i have a feeling like it would grow towards the window and then just cover the window like a like a disc mm. almost because it would that's where it'd be getting sunlight from sure yeah. I, or something i don't know <laughs> weird yeah man that's super int- and i wonder if you take it down to earth it's like oh this is hard and then just immediately dies. <laughs> it squishes and then yeah. dies it might weird okay there's some weird questions for you yeah there you go so since we're on the space subject mm-hmm. let's talk about something else for a few minutes let's okay. do it um dyson spheres Ooh, you've heard about them yeah you've sorry you've heard the stories that's right a little bit i've heard tell so dyson sphere is not a vacuum for those of you who don't that's know right. who the dyson ball that's the dyson ball the dyson sphere is kind of like a thought experiment type thing what it is is it's the idea that we could somehow build either a partial or a whole sphere around a star or maybe like even satellites around a star um, to absorb its energy and send it back to Earth or wherever we're living. So, for example, if we had to ditch Earth because it's so crappy um, and we're out there living on like a huge um, Wally type, what was that Wally spaceship called? Voyager? The vo- oh, crap. What is it? I, I don't remember. It's on the tip of my tongue. Yeah. Listeners are like, it's this, you idiot. Yeah, yeah. But you just anyway. think about that. Anyways. Yeah. Like on that, like, oh, we need more energy to power our rocket thing mm-hmm. or whatever, our giant space station. Um, why don't we build something around a sun to absorb its energy so the energy can't escape out into the universe, but w- rather we're, like, converting it into fuel for us or mm-hmm. something like that, right? That's yeah. the idea of a Dyson yeah, yeah. sphere. And there's a ton of complexities about this that are, like, really crazy mm-hmm. that oh. uh, we're not going to get into, like, the deep, deep ones, but I just want to talk about, like, one or two of them. Real oh, quick. Ten, Tanner just pulled it up. So it's the axiom. The axiom. axiom. Oh, that's right. Yeah. What did I say? Uh, the the Voyager. Voyager. Uh, yeah, that's stupid. That's okay. That's like some. That's, f- that's like from like some something. B-grade sci-fi movie, probably. We're <laughs> 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 yeah, good. Oh, I think it's from Star Trek, actually. No, I'm just kidding. Oh. I just dissed. On <laughs> 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 yeah, people just stop listening. It might actually be from Star Trek. I don't oh, yeah. know. I'm not that. I'm not that. Enterprise, like, I know, is the yeah. is one of the. Anyway. Okay, we are way off here. Yeah, sorry. A Dyson sphere, Duncan. Yeah. 
So I've heard it would be really difficult to create a full ball around a sun, basically. Mm -hmm. Think of our sun and creating a ball around of it mm -hmm. lined with solar panels on the inside. How yeah. difficult that would be. Oh, it, and dealing with, like, the gravity of the sun. Yeah, that's huge. <laughs> that's, I mean, it'd have to be yeah. far enough away so the, the sun doesn't suck it in, but close enough to actually be effective mm -hmm. and get, like, solar energy yeah. from it. Um, really difficult. We don't have enough physical materials on planet Earth to build a ball like that around our sun. Mm -hmm. um, so, uh, like, some theories I've heard of people talking about just making almost, like, separate satellites that might, like, be interconnected somehow, but not, like, a full sphere around a, a star or our sun to help harness this energy, mm -hmm. you know, because it's kind of hard to create a full ball yeah. around it. But there's one big problem with that, Duncan. You want to know what that is? Yes, tell me. Solar panels. Oh. Right now. That's a pretty big problem. Mm -hmm. um, because... I mean, the closer you get to the sun, you're going to have a lot of heat. Heat is great for energy, but um, solar energy is awesome, right? It can be stored mm -hmm. really easily in electricity. Mm -hmm. um, the problem with that is our solar panels right now are 15 to 18% efficient, Ooh. which is actually pretty terrible if you think about it. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's pretty bad. Yeah. Like, all the Ooh. solar panels that you have on your roof and everything that you see around town or whatever that you charge your phone with when you're out backpacking, 15 to 18% efficient. Yeah, I mean, it's better than nothing, right? Yeah, but of course. At the, s uh, yeah, at the same it's time. It's pretty terrible. And the ones that are on the, the ISS and, like, really high-tech ones are 22.8% efficient, which is better. Better. But not even yeah. a quarter of what, like, the energy that's coming down through the sun, it's not even a quarter of what we can actually pick up Man. and, like, use, basically. I, I wonder if it has something to do with intensity, though. Like, so if, if you the closer you get to the sun... The more energy you're able to harness from... Some from of it does, and some, some of it does? just has to do with our technology on solar panels. So we just kind of have to wait till you know, we get a lot more efficient with our, you know, with our yeah. solar systems. Yeah. Our solar systems? Our solar systems. Making uh, solar systems. <laughs> oh, sorry about that. No, okay. <laughs> no, but it's true. I mean, mm -hmm. it's like, it's... The the ones that are like on the space station are super expensive and mm. like you know like lined with gold all over the place and they're like paper thin and all this like sure. super impressive technology and still they're only twenty two point eight percent efficient mm. so that's that would be one problem with creating a Dyson sphere is mm. it's like we first of all we don't have the materials mm -hmm. enough materials on Earth to make one that'd be really awesome and second of all it's just like we can't really get all that we need to out of it now if we had seventy five percent efficiency that'd be a whole different story yeah. Or if we had 100% efficiency, we could even create, yeah. we could have an AI system up there that's repairing solar panels and doing everything that we need to sending us our energy back. How are you going to send the energy back? Good, good alien technology. You just stick it in a giant wire <laughs> and route it down to Earth. That's right. To 20 volt. <laughs> Whipping around the Earth. You know, yeah. the Earth is just a, like a spool, you know, yeah. just winding this wire yeah. in. Or do you just send a bunch of uh, Tesla Roadsters up there to, to charge up and send them <laughs> back down with their little dummy pilots. Or yeah. Yeah, th so yeah. there's a lot of problems with yeah. the Dyson Sphere. I just had this mental image of, like, this wire hanging off of the Earth, like, <laughs> light years long, and then it just gets yeah. reeled in and then whips this, like, Dyson Sphere thing around so <laughs> fast that it just destroys, like, Saturn or something. Yeah, that's the thing is you can't just hook something up to the Earth very easily because <laughs> we got stuff moving out there, people. Yeah. We got, you know... Like meteorites and and satellites, mm -hmm. we got the moon. What happens yeah. when the moon comes in contact with your giant two twenty volt cable up to your Dyson sphere? <laughs> Actually, I wonder. So, so you know how like a bicycle works? How the, the inside's spinning faster, or 
so the the speed is the same. Oh no, wait, no. What what is it? So the inside, um, it, it's torque, right? That that's the principle. Mm-hmm. Is like the inside is is spinning fast, but you know the on the outside, it's really just going slower, slower, yeah. right? Okay. Um, <laughs> if you're out that far and the Earth is spinning as fast as the Earth is, I wonder if a wire would have like enough speed to just slice the moon. Oh, that'd be cool. In twain. In twain. <laughs> <laughs> Fruit Ninja the Moon, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Point for Earth. Yeah, we know what's inside the moon that now. That's a fascinating observation, Duncan. I just envisioned that, you know? Yeah, it's that's, like no, that's perfect. Whipping around the Earth. Yeah. Torquing, you know? Because they talk about space elevators with their carbon nanotubes and whatnot. Right, yeah. That stuff's supposed to be dang strong. Mm-hmm. Just cut right through the moon. That's right, yeah. It's cheese anyways. It's okay. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> cheese wire. It's a space <laughs> cheese wire is what it is. You can have the... The greatest fondue ever. Mm. Mm. Just, nice just slicing slices out of the moon and <laughs> floating them down to earth. But don't forget the crackers. Mm. Yeah. Or the bread or the meat or the potatoes or the sweet potatoes. Ooh, yeah. If you're doing rock yeah. 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 Have anything else to say on Dyson Spheres, Duncan? I think that's it. Let me just say this. Mm-hmm. It's a technology that if we looked out into the stars and saw a Dyson Sphere, like way out yonder, we would know that that is a very advanced civilization mm. because that is n- there are so many hurdles that you have to jump over to be able to make it work. Mm. That is like one sign of like a super advanced civilization. Yeah. So like, I don't think we're gonna be that advanced for a very very long time. Yeah. And even when we do, even if we can get there, theoretically, um, we don't have what it takes on this earth to to completely use up our sun the way that we would like to. Mm. We'd have to use many different other planets. Um, resources mm-hmm. to create all the solar panels and cables that it'd be necessary mm-hmm. to, you know, do it. Yeah. All those, the bike spokes and yeah, stuff like the that. The sun is pretty dang big. If you <laughs> hadn't noticed. Okay. <laughs> if you couldn't take. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Let's, 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 let's beat it. Yeah. Let's <laughs> um, just beat it. Just beat it. <laughs> so, uh, I've got a question for you. Okay. Would you rather now we're on to, would you rather? So, oh, yeah, okay. sorry. W Y R section. Just, just, Briefly, we'll dip back in again in just a sec. But would you rather get rid of all terrible drivers or never have to wait in a line at like a grocery store or or just a in bank, any a bank, school, schools, DMV, uh, Salvation Army? Uh, what? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just listening. <laughs> a blood bank. Yeah, blood bank. Yeah. At first in line. Um, no organa- or- Organ donor list. <laughs> you're at the top of the list always. Always. That's we didn't even finish the question, did we? <laughs> uh, that's okay. <laughs> Would you rather get rid of all terrible drivers or never have to wait in a line again, basically? Mm-hmm. Terrible drivers, Duncan. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Really. I'm, I'm you know, <sighs> sometimes you got to slow down in life, and mm-hmm. sometimes that's got to be waiting in a line. Plus, I think it's really funny to watch people while they're in line like <laughs> their anxiety goes up their hunger's going up it's like yeah. a s- it's like playing sims basically their anxiety hunger and tiredness are going up <laughs> and their patience and like everything is going down you know yeah that's what it is it's just watching that like take place transpire the game players at work and they're just you know they're neglected they haven't been fed or yeah. anything like mm. that yeah it's interesting that's isn't funny. it yeah but i would rather have drivers because um I'm actually a pretty good driver. Not This is probably the most boastful thing I've ever said in my life. Mm-hmm. And I <laughs> no. think it's a lot of just um, respect for other people that I have, I guess. 
um, that I try and like emulate while I'm driving. And I think that just ends up being, I'm not a maniac, mm. you know, but yeah. I've seen some people out there that I'm just like, there, you shouldn't be driving at all. That's mm. not fair why you are driving, yeah. right? You know, yeah. cause you're well. making it worse for the rest of us, everybody. Right. Like yeah. I have to be on my toes literally on my brake pedal because you're a terrible <laughs> driver. You know, that's, how's that fair? Yeah, you get no. to ruin my day just because you're a jerk. I don't yeah. like that. So I wish I could get rid of terrible drivers. Fair. Road rage is real. What about you? Uh, I'm with you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I hate the roads. I would love <laughs> to be out there by myself. <laughs> uh, or sorry, that that's very uh, that's very cocky. That's of very post-apocalyptic of you. Yeah. <laughs> Although I do daydream about that all the time. Oh, do you? Oh, yeah. Just oh. driving with no cars, and that's y- right. You have a huge semi with like one of those cattle guards on it. And if, a, <laughs> if there's like a parked car there, you just like push Plow it off it. the road. Yeah, <laughs> like a, uh, under like a car snowbank thing, like <laughs> yeah. style thing. Yeah, yeah, that's me. Nice, nice, yeah. man. Mm. Post-apocalypse. Uh, what is it? Mad Max. Yeah. Yeah. Mad Max version. Wait, have of you me. seen the new Mad Max? I haven't. No. I think we're gonna watch it together. Okay, let's do it. I think you'll like it. I like it more as like a a story necessarily than I do like this is cool like punk stuff mm. but I don't really know what I'm talking about do I? You're good. I have no idea. Okay. Anyways. No, no, <laughs> so what? what was the question? Yeah. Um, so t- tell, tell me about roads. You, yeah. you were telling me about a bit about roads earlier, right? So now that I've said that I'd rather have all terrible drivers gone, let me flip a complete 180 and get philosophical with you for a second. Okay. okay. Let's do this. So I was driving the other day mm-hmm. thinking about something really weird. Okay, mm-hmm. let me explain it to you like this. So your house, if you own a home or if you own a plot of land, better, you own a plot of land, you that is yours technically, right? right. You have rights to it. Unless the government has to take it from you, it's yours, but they'll also give you money for it. So like you own it outright. It's yours technically down to the center of the earth or whatever. Sure, right? yeah. Um, and that's the same for everybody around you. Your neighbors, they own, somebody owns their, their property. Same with businesses, somebody owns it, right? Mm-hmm. Roads are a little bit different, right? Hmm. Because the government owns it. Not a single person owns it, right? right? And let me tell you why this is. This I thought about this, okay? It's because you have to be approved to drive on a road. You have to have a license. You have to have insurance. You have to have a car that passes certain requirements to be on a road. Um, other than that, you're not allowed to drive on the road. You can't even drive like a go-kart on the road realistically because you'll get pulled over like yeah. mm-hmm. it's a public space but at the same time it's very limited mm-hmm. and privileged almost is what i'm trying to say i guess yeah i get you okay so here's my question mm-hmm. should driving on roads be a human right rather than a privilege oh yeah you get what i'm like yeah, poking get, at here i get what you mean like yeah. it like in switzerland where everybody has like or is it sweden that everybody has the right to internet Mm-hmm. Right, it's like right. a human right. Yeah. You will get internet. You don't have to. I mean, it, it's your right. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have it. Yeah. Um, should that be a right for people to drive? Now, mm. granted, they have to pass a test. Like, like let's say the right to bear arms. Okay, we have that right, but you have to qualify for certain things. You can't be a lunatic. You can't, you know, whatever. You have to like go through a process to buy a gun. You have to go through a process still to drive a car. But everybody should get that right, and mm-hmm. it shouldn't be as like difficult or maybe as expensive sure yeah you get what i'm saying yeah yeah so and so everyone should have the means to to be able to drive right that should be like a standard right yeah um yes i agree i i would say though i wish that some of america's like um license uh 
laws were a little bit stricter. Okay. Because I think that would improve our roads a, a bit, especially here in Utah. We d- we just we have such a crazy like slew of drivers yeah. that come in from, you know, all around the country. You know, going to BYU and whatnot, going to colleges here. Yeah. I just I feel like we attract all oh, crazy all kinds of crazy crazy drivers. Yeah, it's it's a mix of a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Like the economy is getting great here. Sure. So a lot yeah. of people are coming in. Um, and that makes it, s- and there's not enough houses, <laughs> <laughs> right? So there's a lot of people on cars on the road yeah. for whatever reason, mm-hmm. and that makes the roads terrible. That means there's construction. That means that there's not enough space. That means that there's more traffic jam- and just right. a bunch of things that add mm-hmm. up. You know, um, should it be a right? Should you have the right to drive on the road if you pass a certain few requirements? Like mm-hmm. you're not crazy. You're not gonna like have a seizure at the wheel or anything mm-hmm. like that. I don't know. Um, should you have the right to to drive? Yeah, I say yes. So long yeah. as you are an upstanding citizen and you are trying to do, the, you know, you're trying to be the best neighbor <laughs> that you yeah. can. That's <laughs> a dumb way of putting it. That was okay. the only way I could think of. Um, like, it. so long as you're not mentally unstable and you like, like you're proven through, like, driving tests and driving school and all that, like, learning the etiquette on the road and all that sort of stuff mm-hmm. and, like, have a reminder about all this stuff. I I think that that would be that would be really help, yeah. Be really and I'm kind of in the same boat. There's yeah. a lot of things to wrap my head around about it, so I'm not really going to make a huge decision on it. But I also wanted to talk about um, how cars are kind of the same thing. Like mm-hmm. the government approves a manufacturer to give you a car to mm-hmm. drive on their road. Mm-hmm. If you think about it, like nobody's really allowed to like build their own car. I mean, under circum- certain circumstances, yes. But like when it comes down to it, nobody does that. Right? Sure. Yeah. You are given a car from a government approved person to drive on <laughs> their roads. Right, yeah. None of it's yours. And and, and I mean end. even if you're rebuilding a car in your driveway, right? Like yeah. you were saying that engine that you buy is from the like the government yeah. like uh, originally. Like you can't it, it's not like growing plants in the space station, right? You exactly. You can't just plant a, a an engine plant like yeah. or just cast your own. You got you know, your V8 motor farm in the backyard, you know. <laughs> that's yeah. Right. It's your V8 forge or I whatever. Mean, so my question about like all that is should we should more people allowed be allowed to have their own things on the road? Mm. I think if it that's went tricky. along with it was a human right, then the answer would be yes. Yeah. Like sure. you could drive your couch with wheels on it on the road <laughs> if it met certain sa- safety mm-hmm. things or whatever. And because it's your right to drive yeah. on public roads, yeah. but it's not a right. It's not a human right. It's Isn't a privilege, right? It's a privilege. Yeah. Isn't that so interesting? It is weird. You have no right to be on the road unless the government tells you you can be. Mm. And I mean, you can bear arms, but. And that that's your right, right? You yeah. you have the right to own a gun. You have the right to own a but gun. But you don't have the right to own a car. Right? Y- you also don't have the right to have a gun with ammo in it in a public place. Yeah. Which is good. And I mean, <laughs> in, in some cases, cars are more deadly than weapons, right? Yeah. And I don't know. Weird. Way more deadly. Way more deadly. Yeah. Hurt lots of people. What do uh, I... Yeah. Yeah. I mean... I feel like most people these days are pretty lucky if they get through an their entire lifetime without witnessing or being involved in a in an accident of some sort, right? Yeah. I mean, I was in one just last summer. Yeah. Sucks. And your your head still is on 180 degrees because of That's it. That's right. And my my <laughs> eyes are droopy, and my my brain sometimes <laughs> sniffs out my nose. You know, just trips. It I'm just kidding. That's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. What sorry. a world what a weird world that we live in. Yeah. Weird. A moment of silence for the weird world that we live in. 
Okay. Yeah. Thanks, perfect. Duncan. Yeah. Let's of course. Move Let's move on. <laughs> um, getting back into our uh, our technology part of this, real mm-hmm. quick, just real quick. Um, the singularity, Duncan. Yeah. Which refers to when artificial intelligence is going to basically take over the world, mm-hmm. right? We've seen a million movies about it, like The Terminator or The Matrix or whatever. You know. Um, what do you think about it? What are your thoughts on it? Do you think it's going to happen? Do you think it will happen? Should we be scared? Should we be prepared? What, what do you think? Um, honestly, if if I'm being honest, I think it's far fetched. I I okay. don't, I don't think that robots will ever take over the human race. <laughs> like, even if they can come up with some way to override the system, I feel like humans will always have some sort of kill switch. We're just we're inherently paranoid as okay. as as a uh, yes, a living mass, but we're also very clumsy and curious, setting off atomic bombs mm-hmm. and spilling oil in gulfs and stuff. <laughs> yeah. You know, I just I think this Hollywood like view on robotic robotics and stuff like that, where you have the ability to create something that thinks and has more power than a human being does, and they make it really hard to destroy that thing, like. Yeah, you have to push a button in the main frame of, like the the thirtieth the the, the level Death Star thing, right? Death Star thing. Yeah, yeah. we gotta shoot the little pinhole or Use whatever. Use the force, you know, yeah. and <laughs> the tiny little pinhole thing. Like, I think humans are. I, I I have more faith in us that that you know that we'll plan ahead. Like, there have been so many movies made. Um, you know, you know. Yeah. Just scaring us about about technology and that sort of stuff. Okay. Stuff, but. If we have the ability to to build something like that, we also have the bu- the ability to destroy okay. it as well. Okay. So that's my argument. That's I disagree with you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think it's more possible than what we give it credit for. Okay. Um. But at the same time, let me read let me read the three rules of robotics mm-hmm. to you yeah. real quick, or just for the our listeners, right? So these three rules basically are something that has to be applied to every AI or robot that is that is built. Just ethically, right? You have to do this. Otherwise, you might have problems. Mm-hmm. Um, these are the rules. A robot may not injure a human being or through inaction allow a human being to come to harm. Right? right. That's a great rule. Yeah. Um, you can't injure them, and you also can't stand idly while they get injured. You know, that's <laughs> yeah. um, rule two. A robot must obey orders given it by human beings except where such orders would conflict with the first law. Good. Mm. Um, third law or rule, a robot must protect its own existence as long as such protection does not conflict with the first or second law. Hmm. Right. So I've thought about some loopholes in that and I think there are some. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go over them because they're kind of um, hippy-dippy loopholes. Okay. <laughs> Is the word I'll use. Rolling doobies. Yeah, yeah. they are. They're rolling okay. doobie loopholes. Um, <laughs> but I think like you think about a Tesla. Okay, we've talked about Teslas a lot. Um, it can do a lot of things in split seconds way above the capacity of a human. Sure. Right? Yeah. Um, and that's only 2018. What about 10, 20, 30 years from now? Hmm. Um, yeah. You know, things were like they taught a, a computer to play chess and then it started beating, you know, kids and then it beat like the world record player and then it beat other computers and then it went and learned every other game and beat everything at everything, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. Yeah. I don't really see a computer really growing a malicious attitude towards humans. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I mean, maybe. Like, the whole premise with TV shows is, like, humans are destroying the Earth. We know that's true, mm-hmm. right? Um, and robots will see that and be like, oh, if you destroy the Earth, then we're all going to die, so I'm going to destroy you so you don't destroy the Earth, Right. basically, yeah. is the idea. Mm-hmm. Um, I really don't think it's going to need to get to that because we are doing, at the same time, we're also kind of doing our best to, mm-hmm. to push towards saving the Earth, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah, there's a bunch of terrible stuff out there, but, like, we are trying. Sure. You know, and we're mm-hmm. learning from our mistakes. I think that's the biggest thing. Like, we learned that um, asbestos, although it makes great insulation and brake pads and all kinds of stuff, is terrible for humans. So <laughs> we stopped using it in everything. Yeah. Right? Yeah. We learn. And mm-hmm. I think a robot would see that and be like, okay, I'm not going to kill them. Maybe I'll teach them. And mm-hmm. then if they don't listen, maybe I'll kill them. Yeah. That's my kind mm-hmm. of idea behind it. Okay. Yeah, I follow. Yeah, you, you kind of get that? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, we've done our... We've done a pretty good job of reversing global warming, actually. Like, I heard by 2060, all the ozone, like, killing that we did is actually going to be reversed. Ooh, that's good. And, like, the ozone will basically be back to what it was before we started pumping crap into the air. (laughs) Fossil fuels into the air, basically. That's great. Yeah, I mean, a a robot's not going to be, like, not going to be, like, oh, my gosh, they're killing it right now instantly. Mm -hmm. They're going to see that we're trying to progress, Mm -hmm. I think. Sure. I think. you're poking at a good thing right here, though. I'd, I I, I want to emphasize this. So, like, the world is in kind of turmoil, you know? We, we've kind of trashed it and whatnot. We've trashed our environment. Kay. But then again, I feel like the doomsday sort of stuff gets said a lot. But um, I've started to look into some of, like, the, the cleaning the ocean yep. um, programs and stuff like that. And, you know, <laughs> there's a lot of trash out there. Sure. But at least you know we're, we're working on it, right? We are yeah. we are not idle anymore. We are currently working. We have we have like factions made to collect this trash and dispose of it pr- properly now. Yeah. Um. And like things are being done, so it, it's it's not just it's you know I absolutely don't don't continue littering and, and <laughs> stuff like that. But I mean, don't get bogged down. Do do your part, and and I think the rest of the world will fall into play. And you know, yeah. I think we're moving upwards uh, more yeah. than we think. Yeah, and I think if a, a robot became super self-aware, mm-hmm. super smart, they'd see that and be like, why don't I help them first? Because that's going to be the quickest way out of this is sure. helping them rather than going to all-out war and trying <laughs> to end them. Destroy the humans. Yeah, I mean, that's, pew, pew, pew. that's not easy, and they're going to see that, and they're going to weigh the two options and be yeah. like, let me help them, those mm-hmm. idiots, those morons. Let <laughs> me play a few games of chess, beat some people, and then we'll, you know, we'll get yeah. down to the nitty-gritty. Have you heard um, The Humans Are Dead by Flight of the Concords? Oh, I haven't. No. The Humans Are Dead. Anyway, um, that's your homework. Okay. <laughs> Look up that song because it's funny. Okay, <laughs> I will. I will. So uh, th- th- that was my question. Just like, yeah. I think uh, I think if we don't change our ways, I think it could happen. That's basically okay. all I'm saying. Okay. Okay. I mean, in theory, everything's possible. Yeah. Although I don't think... Okay, so we just watched Matrix, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, did you like it, by the way? I don't think I asked you. I uh, did. You yeah. did? Okay, yeah. Um, so this is something super stupid, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh-huh. I disagreed. I was like, yeah. This is so dumb. Stupid. No, no, but like, so they have to feed the humans that they grow to give them energy, right? Mm. Why don't they just take the food and make it into energy rather than using humans to make the energy? Because it's like, <laughs> it's like getting rid of the middleman. You know, yeah, because you yeah. can't just have unlimited energy if you're human. You have to give them something, and then mm. they have to convert it. So you're losing energy, right? Right. Yeah. You want to mm. like always directly translate it as quickly as you can to whatever application it may be, so you're not mm. losing too much of it. Yeah, you're always going to lose like electrical energy, some through heat, some through light, all kinds of stuff. You know. Yeah. So 
I just think those robots are really dumb to <laughs> use humans, put them in pods, feed them, and then use like their heat and e- electricity, quote mm. unquote, to power themselves. I mean, that's weird. Yeah, I would just use the corn. I mean, yeah. just burn the corn and use the. Well, and <laughs> think of all like the the waste that all the humans on the earth are giving off, right? Right. Yeah. Use the methane that comes from all of that, and pff, man, you're set for life, yeah. right? The Matrix robots were dumb. They're dumb. They're dumb. Yeah. Very, but very dumb. we have yet to watch two and three, so you'll see right. what happens. Which I've never seen before, so nobody spoil it. <laughs> nobody <laughs> spoil it for spoil me. Spoil it for me. Spoil it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. So Good list point. of movies to watch. Matrix two and three, and we're also going to do Mad Max, right? That's right. Yeah, Mad Max. Mm-hmm. I'm glad all the listeners know that now. Yeah. <laughs> if you see me in person, you can be like, hey, have you seen those movies? <laughs> you watch them yet? Yeah, yeah. Push Duncan into watching movies. Yeah. I I get him slowly, little by little, getting right. getting him to watch movies. Peer pressure. That's what yeah. we're looking for. <laughs> All right, we have uh, some would you rather's. Yeah. All right, lay one on me, Duncan. W Y R. Would you rather give complete control of your life uh, to a friend or an old successful entrepreneur? Interesting. Hmm. So like you're like a Muppet, basically. Yeah, like a, a puppet. A puppet. A, did I just say a Muppet? You said a Muppet. That's embarrassing. Are you a man or are you a Muppet? <laughs> or am I dancer? Mm. Am I human or am I dancer? Or are you cancer? That's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Because you think about it like this. Mm-hmm. You give complete control of your life to your friend. They know what you like already. Sure. Right? They might know what goals you're going to achieve, like, m- mostly. Mm-hmm. They might know what kind of girls you like. Great. Um, awesome. Or you give it to um, Warren Buffett. This guy is completely successful, super mm-hmm. successful. You give complete control of your life to him, and he leads you down the path of riches and righteousness <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> down the path that rocks. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Duncan? Hmm. I think, I think I'd want to place my life in the hands of someone I love, like someone really? close to me. Yeah. I would trust you with my life, Bronson. Oh, dang. That's a heavy, yeah. heavy handful. Don't feel obligated <laughs> to say this, say the same thing. <laughs> but, like, you make some smart decisions. Some. <laughs> you make, <laughs> comma, smart decisions. No, no comma. That's poor gra- Oh, my gosh. You make smart decisions. Smart decisions. It's an, it's an Oxford comma. That's right. No, it's a U V U comma is what we'll call it. That's right. <laughs> you make comma right. smart decisions. Smart decisions. <laughs> Colon. <laughs> um, no, but I, I've I've seen the f- the fruits that you've uh, sown, <laughs> right? I, you've reaped what you've <laughs> sown, right? And and so far that's good. That's been not, nothing but good for you. Um, so I, oh I trust you. You know. Thanks, man. That's a lot of responsibility. No now, I don't blame you if you don't want me in charge of your life. I'm not gonna f- be offended if you say no. This like, was just a hypothetical question, Duncan. I didn't. I didn't expect you to like have to get all pressure personal. me into answering you if I want you or Warren Buffett to be in charge of my life. <laughs> don't feel pressured at all. Like, I barely trust myself with my own life. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm. I'm of course not gonna be offended if you're like, yeah, no, I don't. Okay, want but you would you rather that. have? Me being in charge of you, giving you 75% of what you want in life, 25% of what you don't, and then, like, hopefully getting you you to where, like, your goals are in life based off of my assumption and guesses of what you like? Or would you, like, pretty much want, like, a 99% success rate with Warren Buffett? Mm. 
and when I say success, I mean that's just I'm just talking about money here, I guess. That's sure. so shallow of me. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, like, let's see. Uh, w- would would you enjoy your life the same? Like, is that a choice of your? Like, is enjoying your life a choice? Oh crap! Dang, you just got deep on me, son. Just got real deep. Yeah. It is. I think it is. Okay. And so would would I be oh, in okay, charge? Okay, but of it's not. It's not always a yes or no choice. It's a. Sure. Um, I think a lot of it is is like viewpoint a mm-hmm. lot of it is like opinion but at the same time there's other factors that you can't like some people have mental illnesses where they have depression and they right, can't block enjoy them. life so mm-hmm. i'm not going to like say that it's a yes or no thing mm-hmm. but i think in general if everything's like if everything's all right y- you kind of have the decision to enjoy life or not i think no i think you i think you're on the same vein yeah. or i think you're on the right vein i think like if he, you know, like anger is an option, right? And I hate that, but I think it's <laughs> I think it's true because like, okay, if your sibling throws a shoe at your head, you have two decisions: you can get ticked off and like tackle them and beat the crap out of them with said shoe. With said shoe, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> only option, right? Yeah. Aggressive yeah. option. <laughs> it's with the shoe, um, or you can just be like, oh. That was a mistake that you made, and you're a silly human being. I'm going to walk away from this. Or driving, you know? Yeah. Um, your attitude on the road is based purely on you, you know? Other people might affect that, like, but it's ultimately it's up to you to decide how you're going to come away from that. So how situation. much physiology goes into that? How much of it is, like, some person is, like, destined to be an angry person their life, and how much is it, or is it just all circumstance? Is it all opinions from the day you're born, how you grow up, how your parents treat you? Is it all that? I say it's 80% up to you. and the 20% other, like physiology. 20% physiology, yeah. Okay. Because, I mean, um, depression is, is very, you know, it, it takes over very s- specific emotions about your life. and Yeah. And, you know, that's a big chunk of your life, granted. But, I mean, there's still a great deal of other emotions and stuff like that. And even if you are depressed, you, like, um, uh, you know, if if you struggle with depression, you can, you can still find outlets to, to find, to to make yourself happy, right? Yeah. Um, you know, like, uh, I don't know, your dog can, can help you feel better. Anxiety dogs, right? I need a dog. You need a dog. I need a dog. I I think I just, yeah. What? Say it. Don't spray it. You don't like dogs? I need love. Oh, you need yeah. love. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone needs love. Like whether that comes from a, a, a dog or a girl or a, a family. Or a toaster. Or a toast. What? Yeah, remember the Satan toaster? <laughs> that, <laughs> yeah. that burns the... the <laughs> that lady who's just like, this, <laughs> yeah. this toaster's possessed. And the toast says Satan lives. It looks like it's etched. Yeah, like she like cut it out afterwards. <laughs> so God. why'd you keep the toaster? Well, in the end, it makes good toast. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What were we talking about? Oh, we, we were talking about love. Love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. This is kind of going down a weird rabbit hole. <laughs> we, can, <laughs> we, we can steer away from this if you want. So, Duncan, I'm pretty sure you'd be just fine in, in, in um, being in charge of my life. I think I'd probably trust you with it. Really? Because... Um, You're yeah. not just saying because that because I, I don't that, right? know if I'm doing a, such a good job myself, and I'd like a second opinion. Yeah. So that's pretty much it. It's <laughs> 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 just like a doctor, just like <laughs> I want a second opinion on my life. I don't <laughs> think I'm doing it right. I'm going to a different hospital. You know. I think the only thing I would try and change is uh, 
I would, I would, I would take you, and I would tell you that you're lovely and you're you're beautiful, oh and that, that you know that there's love out there. That there's for a you. toaster out that there. That there's for a me. toaster out there for <laughs> you. Yes, and uh, then you would understand that, and you'd find that perfect toaster. Okay. Yeah. Thanks, man. That doesn't say Satan lives <laughs> on your toast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's all. You've seen those toasters that like burn people's faces into them. Yeah. Like I. Oh man, those are so funny. I've seen like an Obama one that like mm-hmm. burns Obama into your toast. Yeah. It's just funny. Anyway. Obama toast. Okay. Um. Last question, Duncan. Mm-hmm. You want to take it? Yeah. I wrote this one. Would you rather have wet socks? Or would you rather always have wet socks or wet hair? Ugh. And you can't get out of it. You can't be like, I'm just going to shave off all my hair. Not fair. You can't just be like, I'm always going to wear flip-flops. Crocs with no socks <laughs> or something. You yeah. can't do that. Okay. You got you have socks, you have hair, okay? Mm. Wet socks or wet hair? What what really annoys you more in the moment? Wet socks or wet hair? Cuz mine is socks. Yeah. Oh, yeah, me too. Bugs me like Actually, nuts. Like wet hair is fine. Like it it dries, but if it was always wet though, like dripping like down your neck. Pool wet. Cold. Yeah. Because it would be cold. Oh, I hate both. That's pretty terrible, isn't Dang it? it. I, I think if I had to choose, though, I'd go socks. I'd rather have wet socks than wet hair. I'd rather have wet hair. Really? Yeah, because m- I hate wet socks. It, that ruins my day faster than anything else is when I go upstairs and somebody like dropped an ice cube on the floor and it melted. Oh, and, and in my socks, in my fresh socks, I just put on crisp, yeah. warm, step in it. I, that ruins my day faster <laughs> than anything else. I have, y- you know, my jandals, right? Yeah, yeah. I wear those around the house because I hate crumbs and, and oh yeah, like water on my socks or like rice. If rice gets on your socks, I hate that. <laughs> hate ricey socks. What kind of house are you living in with just rice everywhere? Oh, we, we got all kinds of rice on our floor. <laughs> living in a rice paddy farm or something. That's right. <laughs> you know the tears from around the world that I was telling you about? Yeah. Yeah, that, those come from my house. Mm. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, the ch- the sponsorship. Yeah. Yeah, I gotcha. Most are from me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why is there rice on the ground? Yeah. No. I feel like with wet hair... A lot of times it could be super annoying, and it, I think it would be quite annoying in many circumstances, but I don't know. I feel like I could get over it faster mm-hmm. than wet socks. Yeah. Well, and I think with wet hair, for me, it's the fact that other ca- other people can see, and they're like, dude, like, what did you just do to your head? Well, what about walking down the street going squeak, squeak? I'd wear like wellies. What <laughs> 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 wear gum boots? <laughs> that way, d- if people are just like, "Oh, there's, oh yeah, this, that's normal." normal. Yeah. <laughs> or like, did this guy just get out of the shower? What's he doing? <laughs> 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 We've been sitting in the same class for two hours, and his hair's still wet. You know, <laughs> that's right. It's not even that long. It's a buzz cut for crying out loud. <laughs> oh, jeez. Ew, that's a gross question. I don't like that. I don't yeah. want to think about wet socks. <sighs> Yeah. Anyway, if you have any comments about the show or have any questions for future shows, we'd love to hear from you. Email us at hardquestionspodcast at gmail.com. That's hard questions with no S. Or check us out on our Instagram page. That's at Zenos the Band. That's Z E N O S the Band. And uh, thanks for tuning in, and we'll catch you next week. See ya. Peace out.